when you two were students, uh, how did you work through self-doubt, that little or big voice in the back of your head that goes, what if my work will never be good enough? Guess what? <clears throat> Breaking news. <laughs> this Doesn't voice go away. <laughs> is not going anywhere. Yeah. Brent and I right now are self-doubting that we're doing a good job at answering <laughs> those questions. <laughs> Just as we were doubting 20 years ago of, oh my God, are we <laughs> going to make it in the uh, industry? Uh, but the good news is that if you do have this little voice uh, uh, in your head, <laughs> it's because you are self-critical and you're probably a little bit uh, perfectionist. And it yeah. means that you have the qualities needed to self-improve more rapidly than those that do not have this little voice in their head. So the good news is that you're most probably going to have a great career because of this little voice. Bad news is it's not going yeah. anywhere. It's always going to totally be there and, and poke you and 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 make you doubt if you, you're doing a good job. You got to learn to tame it. Is the key like you got to like because that that voice can be a, a strong motivator as well as long as you start developing a health, healthy relationship with what that voice means like how you react to that voice. Um, uh, many people, myself included, end up actually getting paralyzed by that voice, and it like it, it's not even like I'm super aware of the voice, but there's the the fear of failing is one of the main contributors to procrastination. It is one of the I will repeat it for those in the in in the in the back of the class. Procrastination is usually very heavily fueled by a fear of failing. And you may not even be fully aware of it. You might not. You might just be like, ah, you know, I just would rather be playing video games because video games are fun. Um, you might just be like, ah, but you know, like oh, my buddies are coming over. I'm going to go for a couple beers. And like, I mean, I got to do that sometimes, right? I mean, it's true. But if, if, if you detect a pattern that you're always pushing the things off, the things that you know that you like, because this is the weird thing is we always have this very complex relationship with art usually like professional artists like ourselves because it's there's a difference between doing it for fun right just for doing it sake and doing it for fun but also hopefully getting paid for it it's because when once that happens it ends up kind of becoming a little bit more nerve-wracking because you don't want to get it wrong you know what i mean and you don't want to be judged for it and so it often translates into like waiting to the last minute i i developed this really bad habit when i was in college where i would wait until the 11th hour and it was not something i was consciously doing it wasn't until i started realizing why and i was doing it because the 11th hour would kick in the adrenaline and i'd be like Shh, i gotta get this done and then it was the fear of completely failing would overpower my feel of feeling of not making it perfect. And then the problem, of course, is and this was like me all through high school, too. The problem is that what ends up happening at the end is you never gave all of, you couldn't. It was never as good as it could have been if you were able to focus and really deliver the goods, because obviously 11th hour sort of um, sort of cram sessions are never going to be as good as a dedicated, focused effort over a sustained period of time. So, you know, take it for from a professional procrastinator that is like that voice is that's that's what's causing it. So what you need to do is what I've tried to do over the years. Is I've tried to just be like, OK, like we're just stop and ask yourself, OK, but like if like how important is this task? Because I if it needs if it needs to get done, if it's to, if it's going to contribute to the next job or or you really need to make sure that you do a really good job on this thing, you need to like take a minute to reflect on it and realize what's at stake. And hopefully that will drive you to 
um, um, to, to reminding you to actually just start, start get, just get going. And the other thing I do is I usually find small tasks that are related to that task that I can just do right away. Oh, you know what? Okay, I'll just trick myself into just preparing to do it. You know what I mean? Like create the folder for the video that I need to make or, you know, little things like like just little prep stuff, like the little, the minutia. And what happens is it builds momentum. And then initially, you know, you're like, well, I, I mean, I'm, I, I might as well just do it now. And um, that's, that's a trick I've been using for years and years. So you might want to give that one a shot because it works really well. Yeah. Stupid yeah, voice. Don't. <laughs> yeah. And don't, I mean, it's not like don't listen to to, to it. Listen, listen to it, but put it in in pers yeah. perspective because exactly. you, you never aim to fail. Uh, no, but when you fail, is actually if you're able to, I don't want to say embrace it because you don't really embrace it. But if you're able to say, okay, that didn't work, what did I learn from from, from that? Mm -hmm. um, any super high level professional artist failed so so many times. <laughs> so you know, just. Get used to that voice. Yeah. <laughs> Just get used to fail often. Don't be precious about it. Don't have any ego about it. Try to learn e each time. What should I do next time to not fail? Because it, it's not fun. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, try to not procrastinate too much. Yep. Qu qu quantity is always <laughs> is uh, uh, quality is subjective. You know, yeah. it's but that's the famous 80, 20 rules, right? That's right. And, and the quality, you never get to quality without the quantity, right? You need to try and try and try and try until you can actually start doing it the way you want to be able to do it. it is, you don't just get there automatically. You don't just wake up. It's not like we're not, we're not living in the matrix where you just plug in a cable into the back of our head and we know Kung Fu. It's like just, I wish it worked like that, but it just doesn't. So the, o the only way to get there is the many hours, the mileage that it takes yeah. to, to develop the skills. And so that failing that those, those, those whispers of, of fear and failure, they're going to be there. Like I, like David said, they're always going to be there. What happens is you just escalate. So maybe your first thing is failing on being an animator. Next thing you know, it'll be okay. The first day you have to supervise. Now you're like, oh, I'm going to screw it up. My team's going to totally fail. They're, they're going to see right through me. I'm such a, I'm such a, such a sham. And then it, you know, every time you kind of make a, a, a move to a slightly different job, you're always going to find that voice sort of finding new things to point at and new things to scare you about. So you just yeah. have to live with it, tame it, make it happen. <laughs>